Hi everyone, welcome back for yet another episode of Bias Check-In. Hi everyone. I hope you guys are feeling festive because <laughs> Susie, what are we checking in on? Holiday stress! <laughs> it's here! <laughs> A beautiful winter holiday time is upon us and we are ready to deal with that stress. Are we so. now? <laughs> I don't know if we're ready for it, but we're gonna give you some tips and tricks um, like we always do, talking about how this is our last break of the semester, um, how we've all been doing online. We're not stopping, but we get a little breather. So yeah, all of those good things. Yes. Um, so independently of your religion or lack of religion, uh, the winter season brings a lot of breaks and festivities, occasions to catch up with family and friends. Um, and it also brings, you know, the end of Q4, works slows down, which means that it needs to pick up before it can slow down so we can get mm -hmm. everything in and everything done. Um, academia is the end of the semester. Um, every organization is setting their budgets, their research projects for the next quarter for the next year so there's a there's a lot to take in absolutely so let's start with we get a break but as our last semester our last winter break before becoming professionals full-time how does that feel <sighs> little dreading <laughs> if i may go first no of course go for it a little dreading. I was just talking to some friends. I'll be going home before Thanksgiving break and staying there until we get back for spring semester. And both of my friends that I was talking to are already professionals. And they were like, well, I get Christmas day off and then New Year's day off. And that's about it. And like Thanksgiving afternoon, it was a little depressing, but at the same time, like exciting. Like I'm not a little kid anymore. What about you, Claudia? I'm in a similar and different boat at the same time. Like I definitely empathize with that. So I am graduating this December. So I am currently employed. I'm currently working. But since I am graduating, there's a lot of paperwork and some of those acronyms involved. And until I get my next employment authorization card, I'm on somewhat of a mandated work break, mm -hmm. which on one side is very nice. And I plan on taking as much of that time to just rest as possible because Everyone knows we need some rest. It's 2020. If any of you is relaxed, please leave us a message, check in with us, tell us your secrets because we all need a break. And I already piled up a bunch of books um, that I haven't quite made the time to read during the semester and while working so I can have a little bit of a different Christmas, a little bit like when I was a kid and the Harry Potter books were coming out around this time and I could just sit down with my Snuggie and read all the books and eat all the food during break. Um, but it's definitely the feeling a little bit of, this is the last shot I get at this. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We hopefully will get jobs in the future, in the near future that will allow us to plan our PTO that we can move around for mm -hmm. the holidays that matter the most to us, the time that matters the most to us. But it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Talking about like PTO and things that matter, 
to each individual. Now that I've been growing up, I was raised atheist and it was always interesting to see like how holidays, like national holidays are a thing. But then you also get like, well, I'm Jewish, so it's Hanukkah. Let me take these days off. Being on this side of IO, being like, well, you need to give everyone their Mm -hmm. fair share of this is your time off. Do whatever you need to do. Well, growing up in Italy, a lot of our holidays, whether you are of faith or not, are rotating around the Catholic holiday calendar. And I remember when I first met someone who was Orthodox Christian and because their Christmas falls on the 7th of January, mm-hmm. which historically in Italy is the day you go back to school. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember feeling so bad for them because uh, for me, Catholic um, Christian Christmas, it was also my grandma's birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was a double whammy, biggest celebration of the year. We went all out. And I remember looking at my friend on the first day of school and be like, this is your Christmas? He's like, well, yeah, like I'll, I'll eat nice food tonight and I get my presents tonight. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you're in math class. Like, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah. No, and that was like my big fourth grade realization of holy. <laughs> Holidays are important, but they're not universal for sure. Mm-hmm. And this year, all the more, um, they're going to be interesting um, considering that we are, well, most of us are already home. Um, there's the travel factor, as you mentioned, Susie, like we're all trying to navigate that, trying to avoid the big holiday rushes to the airports and the train stations. Mm-hmm. And we may not be able to get together with family. For me, this is going to be the first winter break that I don't go home. Mm-hmm. And while that is a humongous privilege, to be able to say like I've gone home for winter break Every all these years. Day. Yeah. It, it, it gets there a little bit. As I just mm-hmm. said, it was the biggest thing for my family and it's still the big excuse to all get together. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And to all of you who are thinking, Susie, you're the worst. Why aren't you taking Claudia with you home? Um, she has her own plan. Wow. Okay. Are we going to go there? Okay. I thought we were a team. We are, but people are going to come for me. Sorry, people. I, I would love to go to Mexico one day, but to Susie's defense, I also am not currently legally in the position to leave the country because of that little OPT procedure I was mentioning. So don't worry. She's a nice person. Don't come for her. I will invite myself to her place as soon as you know, we figure out what the heck is going on with the world and travel and employment visas and all that fun stuff. Yes. Shall we talk about Thanksgiving next? Yes. So what Susie is tiptoeing around right now is the fact that she is a Thanksgiving holiday lover. And I definitely came to the US as a Thanksgiving holiday hater. Um, <laughs> I came in, I just... It's taken me so long to wrap my head around it. It's a little bit about, it's very similar to, if anyone can relate to this, when you go to a Southern school mm-hmm. and you get introduced to tailgating and you're like, okay, so we're getting dressed up to drink in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Thanksgiving is the same thing. So we are thankful because the pilgrims and the natives, but that's really just a narrative. And then we just eat turkey and... We pumpkin pie 
and the pies. Yeah, you see, she's the lover. I'm the hater. We stuff ourselves with turkey and it's at a really inconvenient point for the workaholic in me because I'm stressed about the semester, but I'm supposed to pretend like I'm chilling. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot to process. Um, and so for a lot of years, I did not enjoy Thanksgiving and I didn't really relate to it. I was like, great, happy for you. You're having the time of your life. I'm going to be in the library. I don't get it. And I'm getting better. I'm enjoying it more. People have introduced me to stuffing. So I am a lot happier. Don't know why they didn't do that from the beginning, but I think it's delicious. <laughs> but it was one of those things that just took me a lot of time to warm up to. Because at the beginning, coming from outside and coming at it from a not religious perspective, mm-hmm. is just a very big meal before lining it or it used to be a very big meal before mm-hmm. you line up outside of stores and elbow mm-hmm. strangers for a $10 iPod. The moment you start building in the gratitude and like starting the seasons of giving thanks, I, yeah. I can get on board a little bit more. And again, stuffing, just bring me to the stuffing and I'll be on board. So you were first introduced to Thanksgiving when you got here for undergrad, right? Yes. Um, and what was that like? So Thanksgiving break came in and where were you? Oh my gosh. So the undergrad I went to was about 1,400 people. Mm -hmm. There were three of us left on campus that week. (laughs) One, so it was myself, another international student, and a student from out of state who hadn't managed to find tickets to go home. I don't know where that third person went. We knew she was around, but that was about as far as it was. And I, at the time, I was just struggling with adapting to the American college system. My grades Mm -hmm. were not where I wanted them to be or where I was used to seeing my grades. Mm -hmm. And I honestly just spent that week in the library. Our, um, Our dining hall closed down to let the staff celebrate with their families and also didn't make sense to keep it open. So we had access to a tiny kitchen the international student's office took us on a shopping trip to make sure that we didn't starve. And that was it. I just started working on my final papers and uh, calling home a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember actually my dorms, because I was the only person in the building and they didn't realize it. They thought that no one was there. They shut down the heat. Oh my God. No. So I may have a little bit of a reason to be not enthusiastic about Thanksgiving, my first year. I I didn't get the best imprinting with the Thanksgiving thing. Once I started making more friends that celebrated it and who took me home to experience the real deal, that definitely got better. So your second year, you won. My my senior year. (laughs) (laughs) Took a while. At one point, sorry. (laughs) What about you? Is that something that you were more aware of? Um, before you came to the U.S., did you first celebrate it the first year in the U.S.? Like, what was your experience? So my family being as extra as can be, uh, we've actually always celebrated Thanksgiving since I was little. Um, We would watch the UT versus A&M game, and then my mom would take that day um, off from work and cook. I would make little menus and name cards for 
my mom, my dad, and myself. Uh, And yeah, we would make dinner. Um, Actually, my school would give us the entire week off. Okay. And was your school, like not to be all up in your business, was your school like American school? Why was, is that something that was recognized? Yeah, so my school, um, the official name is the American School Foundation. Okay. So, makes sense. Um, it, it was always strange that they gave us the entire week, but it was mostly because our professors were American and they would fly home. Okay, that is very nice. Again, looking at accommodating employees and letting them do the things that matter to them, like exactly. being with family on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, um, it was always like a nice break for us. We would get that week. Um, Like I said, my mom would take off that day, cook. I remember my first year at undergrad, my mom was like, it it doesn't make sense for you to come Wednesday through Sunday. Like you'll be back in two weeks. Makes no sense. I'm not, which I understood, but at the same time, it was like, but it's but it's Thanksgiving, like but our tradition, the family, um, and I didn't mention this, but it was always like going around the table and what are you thankful for, and like that was my favorite part always, um, and just like having an excuse to tell my mom and my dad how thankful I was for everything they had done for me. Well, look at your smile. <laughs> no, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I have. I am transitioning from being a Thanksgiving Scrooge to me. To, to at least like a, I want to say like a Jacob Marley of the story. Like I'm not quite like all out. Let's deck the halls about it yet. But as I learn more about like the gratitude part and not the historic background mm-hmm. of the holiday and like the, I'm going to say the propaganda around like the pilgrims and the natives having a great relationship and <laughs> sharing in the bounty um once you move away from that weird narrative that's yeah i'm sorry that just comes across as propaganda but no it does gratitude and appreciating what you have that makes a lot more sense um and it makes a lot of sense where it is in the year because it's fall it's going into winter so you are literally appreciating the bountiful harvest that you've had and that used to mean you would make it through the winter and your family would make it through the winter so yes that's something to be very grateful for exactly Um, but it's taken me a lot of learning about american culture to get there because seeing it from the outside it's literally just like turkey black (laughs) friday shopping capitalism consumerism it's like okay you guys you guys have fun doing that (laughs) um but like I said, my first year at undergrad, I didn't go home. It was a little like your experience. We went to Walmart, <laughs> make sure we didn't starve. Um, and we we just played a lot of card games and waited for people to come back. Um, it was definitely a strange. Um, I did rent a car with my friends to go black friday shopping because it was my first time and i was super excited makes sense and it was really depressing because the mall didn't open as early as i thought it would so we went 
we had dinner at a Serbian restaurant, and then we went to do the shopping, and we had to wait for like two hours for the stores to start opening. So it wasn't like as riveting as we thought it was gonna be. But still, got the deals, had fun. And last year, actually, I didn't go home, but I cooked myself dinner. My mom cooked dinner, and then we FaceTimed. So we did the whole Zoom Thanksgiving before it was cool. Look at you, real-life influencer. (laughs) Trendsetter, if I may say so myself. (laughs) Well, if you may, if you may not, you just did. Um, No, I think similarly, again, I started out as a Scrooge. I've had really good Thanksgivings since I... I've been in grad school since I came back and it's helped a lot. The fact that I am dating someone American who loves Thanksgiving, who is the opposite of everything Grinchy that I have. Um, And so having that family feeling and being with his family for the holidays has definitely changed the perspective a lot. Last year we didn't manage to go because again, working calendars and having family out of state. Um, (laughs) It's not the easiest thing to do when you have to fly out or you have to drive out 12 hours Mm -hmm. to meet people for a dinner. Um, But we actually started doing Friendsgiving. um, And that's a tradition that we're going to try to keep up as much as possible. Again, with all the precautions, with keeping within our pod, this year is just rough. It requires so much effort to get together and celebrate. Um, mm-hmm. But it's been a nice little celebration of uh, the friends that we've built since we've only been in Chicago for two, three years now. Mm-hmm. To have that little family away from home. Definitely. So, okay. Now that we know we have a scooch here and that I love pumpkin pie, send me all the pumpkin yeah, pie, please. <laughs> Um, I am getting bullied, (laughs) y'all. Okay, so what does stress feel like during this holiday season? In general, like the winter holiday season or the 2020 holiday season? Well, we are in the 2020 holiday season, so let's start there. Uh, The first thing I would consider is from the point of view of students right so Mm -hmm. we've been on zoom since end of august september and a lot of us are doing classes from home wherever Mm -hmm. home may be so a big thing for me when i was in undergrad was the feeling of packing up everyone is putting their stuff in their cars and they're excited and there's this expectation building up and then you finally get home, your pets are there, your parents are there and it's really nice. And this year it's just like, well, I guess you can shut down your laptop for Mm -hmm. a couple hours until next time that you want to watch Netflix and then you just put your laptop back up or... So I think that's gonna be the first big thing that you don't get to get those big family gatherings together anymore necessarily um if you want to do it safely like it requires that extra work and also you don't have that nice little cut of okay i'm removing myself from this stressful college work 
environment and I'm going home where it's nice and safe and mom does my laundry. Mm-hmm. It's all mixed up and it's up to us to create those boundaries of I am on vacation now. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for me in the era of Zoom and Blackboard and all of those notifications popping up from school, no matter what? Yeah, I think a big part of that is, for example, I know that for myself, and we actually discovered this this past weekend, um, we are both like, I'm going to deal with what's going on and I'm going to shut down a little bit. So do you reach out to people or do you just let them be? Like, are they isolating because they are sick and tired and they need those four or five days to recharge? Or are they really having a hard time and need their friends? Yeah. And I think in that sense, the election, post-election, checking in with friends is teaching us to ask about those boundaries a little bit. At least Mm -hmm. in my case, I had a couple of friends um, like me are ex-policy junkies. They love having the TV on in the background. They love talking about things 24-7. And then uh, some other friends that know us very well texted us ahead of everything and were like, hey, um, I will talk with you about this when the results are out. Yeah. Do not send me updates real time. I'm sorry, I just don't have the space mm-hmm. to talk about it right now. And I think we're going to have to do something similar for the holidays, making yeah. sure that if someone is asking for space, mm-hmm. that we respect that, but that people don't just end up being isolated as an afterthought if that makes sense be intentional about it so if you know you need that time to come together and be with yourself then communicate that to the people that you are close with Um, if someone does reach out and text you be amicable and be like thank you for reaching out but I need this time and on the other side um don't don't feel like you are an afterthought if someone isn't reaching out to you. They are probably going through the exact same thing. Yes. And as always, the golden rule is do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. If a friend hasn't reached out in a couple weeks, um, breaking news, phones go both ways. Why don't you reach out to them? And then still appreciate that they might take a while to get back to you and just allow yourself and them the same level of grace and make sure that the level is pretty high because we all need it right now. Exactly. I think one of the big challenges besides not being able to go home and like that level of like being alone versus taking me time versus being social, um, whatever being social means to you right now, it's also going to be those added stressors, right? So we have seen that with going remote, whether it's school or work or family reunions, Mm -hmm. the boundaries have gotten so elastic. And Mm -hmm. my concern is that I have seen, and and that has been my mentality for many years as well, that idea of like, well, I don't really feel the holiday spirit. So let me get ahead. Let me Mm -hmm. work through things. Um, and I've seen a lot of, unfortunately, organizations heard from friends who are working full-time, part-time, other people in academia 
that those boundaries are not really being respected. Mm-hmm. Because there is always going to be, as there was before the pandemic, there's always going to be the professor that decides to assign a paper since, you know, you have the week off. So mm-hmm. you have time to write a paper. And it's like, no, that's not the point. Mm-hmm. But in pandemic times, all the more we're going to need to use that grace and to have that sensitivity to let a break be a break. Don't think that because I'm not clocking into work, I am just asking for more tasks to be put on my plate right now. Definitely. Um, I have a little example of that that just happened this week, actually. Um, It was a national holiday in Mexico, and I still did my work for Monday. And as I was about to turn it in at 8 p.m., I was reminded it was the holiday. (laughs) I was like, oh. Well, one, because I'm not in Mexico, I wouldn't remember. But two, in my head, like, we're all at home. Like, I mean, is it really a holiday? And then I caught myself and I was like, "That, of course it is. Like, take it. Why are you mad at it? Just take it. But it was definitely strange to think, that like, okay, now it's Thanksgiving break. I need to let go. Okay, now it's winter break. I need to let go. Yes. And um, one way that, because that is exactly what um, we are going through in my house, in my little pod is like, well, yeah, we may have a couple of days off from work. In the way that plays out, that will mean that, okay, I might not, log in onto my computer to do work things, but I might log in on my computer anyways to do video games, to do shopping, to do other things. And I'm still sitting in the same chair as if I was working in the same room as if I was working. Mm -hmm. There isn't the opportunity to say, let's do a day trip somewhere else Mm -hmm. or let's really demarcate that. Is that a word? Mm -hmm. Demarcation. Just checking. Um, I was doing a little Italian English there um, to demarcate that it's a different thing because we're sitting in the same room, watching the same Netflix shows, doing the same things that we have been doing. So mm-hmm. I know at least um, for myself, something that my therapist actually recommended to navigate these times and to mark time a little better. Mm-hmm is to take the time out to be intentional about separating things. So we are baking a lot because mm-hmm. that is the holiday thing to do. With this there house, we bake um, and we decorate. Uh, and know it might sound silly, you know, this year it might not feel festive to a lot of us, um, but try to decorate a little bit try to give yourself that time to do something special that you can only do right now mm-hmm. get uh, the starbucks holiday cup get the christmas drinks mm-hmm. uh, whatever that shows for you do that um even if it's something very small yeah be realistic about how this year is gonna affect you so like claudia just said Make those boundaries very clear, how you're going to be spending your time. Um, It is the time of year for giving. So if you're in a position of that, donate, do whatever makes your heart full. 
that's also going to be so necessary to implement more and more as we go on. Of course, this episode, we're talking about all the stress that's been building up. Um, if you're a student, the stress of closing out the semester, workers closing out Q4. Um, if you're a human and you have seen the news in the past 12 months, the stress of like, what the heck is going on and what does that mean? Um, and I think there's a lot of stress as well because we're coming to realize that we're going to have Thanksgiving, we're going to have our religious holidays, we're going to have our New Year's. Mm -hmm. But on January 1st, a lot of things are still going to be on our plates. Mm -hmm. And we don't get that sense of resetting now that we wish we could get. So we have to build it for ourselves and also build it in more often with ourselves beyond just like the in Italian you would say the um, compulsory holidays as in like it's compulsory for your employer to let you chill <laughs> <laughs> not that it's compulsory that you celebrate and be festive but beyond the mandated time off like how are we recharging yeah for me I think I'm gonna have to learn to say no also going home <laughs> means um going home as in many parts of Europe the pandemic is still going on so uh we are going back into lockdown okay that makes um, sense is that based yeah. on states or is it based on contagion levels wait wait according to our president there's no pandemic anymore so ah I see never mind y'all like ah after all when have we ever heard presidents say controversial things? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I hadn't considered that as I'm not traveling. But yes, mm -hmm. if anyone of you is traveling, of course, beyond being careful while you travel, there is going to be that adapting mm -hmm. to whatever measures are in place wherever you end up going. Yeah, um, I'm super excited to be quarantined as I get home and then being and then being home which is so strange but we'll see how it goes definitely it's interesting also for me because my family in Italy is geographically dispersed who mm -hmm. breaks have always involved trains planes long long car rides like anything <laughs> to like get us to where we need to be and make sure we're spending time with everyone we want to spend time with. Mm -hmm. um, so in a sense, we are, things are easier because now we just need to call each other. But at the same time, um, that's definitely not, not the same thing as having the little family bickering or that hug in person. I know. So yeah, um, as I was saying, like learning to say no meaning some maybe some family members are gonna want to get together and we're gonna have to say no to that um friends trying to get together no not not right now mm -hmm. um i've been very firm about that um even though i do get to change my mind whenever i want to um i i don't want to expose anyone to what i might i don't know it's weird uh, but also learning to say no to myself as like, oh, you have time. Write your practicum paper. Like, no, I'm, 
I've done a lot already. <laughs> Let me give myself some time. Um, and that goes hand in hand with a great tip for handling stress, which is get plenty of sleep, eat healthy meals, exercise, meditation, yoga, deep breathing, whatever you want to call that. Um, as Claudia mentioned, water. drinking water, as Claudia mentioned earlier, um, do what makes your heart happy. Um, as some of you may have known with WorkSych, I used to post a book every Sunday that I was reading and that flew out the window the moment the semester started. And that's okay. Exactly. And I'm not mad at myself, but I want to take it back up when I get home. Definitely. I, and also, if uh, de-stressing for you does not look like doing a hundred daily crunches and eating salads, but it looks like allowing yourself to be bored and allowing yourself to be a couch potato, don't feel bad about it. It's the same exact thing we've experienced at the beginning of the pandemic when there was that pressure to use your newfound free time to learn a new language and become a user software programmer and you know like learn how to live without sleep and start a diet and exercise and if yeah. you don't come out of the pandemic with a six-pack what are you even doing no don't not at all normalize being bored it's mm -hmm. okay that's part of what the holidays are for and it's fine your brain needs it your body needs it just be bored oh yeah one thing that is working for me a lot actually starting this week um because this week i asked off from work because again we all need little breaks every now and then <laughs> um, is making time and again this is only if you can and if you can do it safely to be outside Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't mean that you have to run a marathon every day, but do you have even a balcony? Can you sit outside and take some fresh air in for mm -hmm. 10 minutes every now and then throughout your day? Um, I'm very lucky that I live close to one of the biggest parks in Chicago besides the lakefront. Mm -hmm. So I've been very happy to go there during my lunch breaks, take in some sun, take in some fresh air. Um, in a space that is not crowded but whatever little ways you can find um, try to do that I really like this one meme that I see popping up on Instagram cyclically that says that we are basically just more complex plants with feelings we need sunlight Definitely. we need fresh air we need to drink our water I can't stress that enough but we are just house plants with feelings mm -hmm. so to keep up and be very cheesy, do whatever roots you. <laughs> I have to keep up with these things. Come on. Don't judge me, Susie. You all know Claudia is a plant mom and she is surrounded. Oh, we're not in the house Edgewater studio today. Um, we're over soup, so she's surrounded by her plant babies as she said that. And it was just beautiful. Yep. No, those, that's not even a third of my babies, but that's, that's beyond the point. That's, keep in mind what you need to do to take care of yourself. We cannot survive on stress and Red Bull. Stress <laughs> is, I, 
we're talking to students so and early career professionals so mm-hmm. red bull monster caffeine pills whatever energy cheat sheet you're using it's a cheat sheet mm-hmm. um, it's not supposed to be a solution the thing that we have to remember is like stress is not evil like okay it's not a bad thing to have it's a very normal reaction our body gives to situations that require our attention mm-hmm. it's sending us the signal that something is kind of out of sorts maybe in a good way maybe we're excited about it maybe in a bad way we're frightened maybe we just need to figure it out and it's a bit exciting and it's a bit frightening and it's all there and we just need to acknowledge it mm-hmm. the issue comes with how we're living with stress now like our heightened level of cortisol are just on 24 7 and our brain is not supposed to deal with cortisol 24 7. i my psychology instructor in undergrad explained it very well we would do the saliva cortisol swabs and try to see how we were doing before and after meditating mm-hmm. And the way they explain this, like, it's like having a neon sign pointing somewhere. Mm -hmm. If it turns on every now and then when you need it to, perfect. It's doing its job. It's fine. But if you just have a neon sign shining in your face 24-7, it's really hard to sleep. (laughs) And it's really easy to get cranky. I think humanity has just been staring at a neon sign for a little bit too long now. So try to find a way to turn off your neon signs um, and don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about just reacting to everything. But it's such a strange way to live that now we just need to work on turning our stress off rather than Mm -hmm. acknowledging those few moments when it comes on. Yeah. Just take a look at how you're doing. Um, It's been a stressful time to close off this episode. Um, Seek professional help if you need it. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's been stressful. Life is stressful. Um, And now with family coming in or just, again, revisiting where you are, take a look, introspect, and see if you need a little extra help. There's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. And we've seen that since, again, I keep going back to the pandemic, but that's not our only stressor. It's just Mm -hmm. the easiest example to use for me right now. Um, Since it started, we've seen an increase of recreational drugs, Mm -hmm. we've seen an increase of alcohol consumption, we've seen an increase of um, psychoactive medication prescription and use whatever you need to do to be a little bit better mm-hmm. in moderation of course i'm not i'm never promoting the abuse of any substance prescribed or not don't, don't. but i'm also not going to shame you if what you're doing is legal <laughs> mm-hmm. and if it's prescribed and it is manageable do mm-hmm. what you need to do that glass of wine at the end of the day is fine if you are somewhere where Marijuana is legal and your employer is chill with it. You're not going to get any judgment from me. Just be smart about it. Um, You know, do what you need to do and don't feel shame about it. If you need a chocolate Mm -hmm. bar or you need a therapy session. Yeah, treat it exactly the same. 
try to be nice on yourself. Try to only taking criticism from people who have your best interests at heart. And try to shut down your own self-criticism if that's something you've got going on. You're doing the best you can. A that's lot of snaps for that. Anyone can ask of each other, of ourselves. So good luck with the holidays, whatever you celebrate, however you choose to celebrate this year. We hope they run smoothly for you. And we will be here next week to talk about non-holiday stressors. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for checking in. Remember to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and our Facebook group, Bias Check-In, and leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash Bias Check-In. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, if you do not consider yourself a stressed out person right now, tell us your secrets. I want to hear it. Exactly. Thank you. Ciao. Bye.